Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome everybody to another episode, actually our second episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's Medical Minutes. This is our side hustle podcast where we uh, talk about, it's basically our shortened version of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's Medical Podcast, but in this show we talk about really interesting aspects of our physiology. I thought we every show is interesting. Yeah, it is, but we talk about little snippets in this one. So the first one we did was farts, oh. and you had no idea what we were going to be talking yours, about. Yours aren't snippets, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> no, there's something else. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about in this episode. You're running the show, because the way this show works is one of us prepares, the other one doesn't. Last week I prepared for farts... And you, whoever smelt literally, it dealt it. Literally, actually. <laughs> and this week, I I did and you didn't. All right, what are we what are we going through? Well, can you just do the structure quickly of the like the, the, the parts of today's well medical minutes? We always go through off the cuff. So yep. the person, once you tell me what the topic is, I will tell you what I know about that topic for around about a minute, and then you will teach us a lesson. And okay. that's where you tell us all about this topic and I'll ask questions. I'll be the student, you'll be the teacher. And then the very last segment is Pop Quiz. Pop Pop wants a treat. You want to tell me, you want to ask me some questions and I'm going to try. Yeah, and so I'm not going to tell you what answers. it is. I'm going to give you a serious question of who am I? Okay. Okay, so Michael. Yep. Who am I? I am a physiological reflex. Right. I occur more... Patella tendon reflex. I occur more... Frequently in infants than adults. Okay. I usually last no more than five minutes. 
All right. I think I know what it is. However, chronically, this is longer than 48 hours, yep. I can be caused by goiters and laryngitis. Okay. I think I know. Goiters. My Latin name is Singulatus. 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 Yeah. Huh. I might be pronouncing that 100% correct in Latin. Singulatus. Gulatus. Gultus. Singultus. Why are you putting an accent on? Uh, it's a Latin, my Latin accent. <laughs> what is Latin? <laughs> I am what? Uh, I think it's hiccups, but I don't get the whole goiter reference. Okay, good. Um, yes, you are. You're correct. Hiccups is the correct. I am hiccups. Great. And okay, my, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So now yes. you've got a minute oh. to tell me everything you know okay. that there is on hiccups. <laughs> Straight from the top of my dome. Go. All right. Uh, a hiccup is when you suck in air and your throat closes and then it makes a <gasps> sound. Okay. Um, I know it's your diaphragm spasming uh, and I know your diaphragm is innervated by the phrenic nerve. Uh, I know that I get it if I have reflux. Um, I know... Uh, if I want to get rid of it, I do a Valsalva maneuver. That's what oh. helps me. I go. <laughs> so you did that la- last week as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Except um, uh, uh, last week something came out. This week nothing comes out. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Depends on what I've eaten. At least you got rid of your hiccups. <laughs> exactly. That's all that matters. Um, how much time do I have left? Not much longer, I assume. Uh, that's all I know. That's right. it. Okay. That's it. All right, teach oh. us a lesson, okay. Matt. All right, you little rodents, I'm going to teach you a lesson once and for all that you'll never forget. Yeah! Us a lesson. Now, the things that I'm going to run through quickly today, uh, which is only about 10 minutes, is the definition. I'll give you the definition all of right. hiccups. I'll give you the brief, brief physiology. Um, I'll go through why, the theories behind why we may hiccup, and okay. then we'll finish off with some possible treatments. So how close was I by saying we suck in air and, and it hits our... Th- Closed throat and it makes a <gasps> sound. All right, I'm going to get to that in the physiology. Oh, we're going okay. to start with definition. Oh, I thought that was part um, of the definition. The definition hiccup is also known as a hiccough. A hiccough. 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 Sounds like something I say to you when I want you to leave. Okay. The hiccough, medi- Matt. The, <laughs> the medical term or the Latin term is singulate. Yeah, you said that. I still don't yeah, think which you means pronounce, you pronounce that differently each yeah, time. I know, I know. Which means to catch one's breath while sobbing. While sobbing. Correct. <laughs> Oh, is that a sob? Yeah, well, you did the sob, but when you're trying to catch the breath while you're sobbing. Right. Okay. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell the Latins. Singlet. Yeah. Like what I wear to the gym. Sing, ult. But I what? think sing, ult. So like Sing-alt. singing, yeah. but ends with U-L-T. That's the spelling. Sing, ult. But I think it's like sin, ult. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> all right. Uh, hiccups are common. Yeah. So we all have had it before, but it's usually transient. So it should last no longer than five minutes. Yeah. If it goes 48 hours, it's considered chronic. Ah. And then you should seek assistance. Oh, I reckon if it lasted more than 10 minutes, I'd lose my mind. Probably. Have you uh, had it for longer than... Uh, I can't recall, so no. So no, you'd remember, I reckon. Hiccups result from an involuntary... Uh, contraction or spasm of the diaphragm, but also the inspiratory respiratory muscles. 
So I'll get that right. Uh, yeah, well, you weren't 100% correct. Diaphragm is mm. a big part, but also the intercostals, external intercostals is one. Yeah. Um, so what happens is they contract, but literally, I counted this earlier, 34 milliseconds later, yeah. uh, your glottis closes. Wow, you've got a good internal clock to yeah. be able to do that. <laughs> so what's your glottis? Uh, it's like essentially your vocal cords. All right. So what's happening is your diaphragm goes down, external intercostals will go out. Yeah. So that, that does what to your lungs? Stretches them. It makes, makes them, them larger. But increases yeah. the volume. But normally what would want to happen would be what when you did that? Well, you'd want to bring in huge amounts of air. Correct. Correct. Um, <laughs> but, but your cricoid... Um, oh, that's why I said cry. That's why I said cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rotates and your vocal cords close. So why would it close in this case and not when you're normally breathing? Is it because you're and bringing causes in too... Ca- that causes the characteristic... Okay, <laughs> so so back to my question. Yeah, I'm going to get to the... No, no, wait, now. wait. So if... if so normally I take a breath in, I contract the diaphragm, contract the external intercostals and air just comes in and I don't close my vocal cords. Mm. So in this case, the vocal cords are snapping shut. Yeah. Is it doing it because too much air is coming in too quickly and it's scared it's going to damage my airways or something? No, I don't think so. I think we'll get to the theory for why we've developed this reflex. All right. But let's go to the physiology now of how it actually occurs. All right. So uh, it's a reflex arc. This is the theory of it. So there's a feedback mechanism. Uh, yep. Yeah. So there's a, a sensory nerve, a control center, and a motor nerve. All right. Okay. So the sensory nerve has to get uh, stimulated by a res- receptors have to be activated. Yeah. Um, so a stimulus has to activate those receptors, and then the sensory nerve takes the information to the central nervous system in this case. Gotcha. So the receptors, where do you reckon the receptors would be? Well, it depends what the stimulus is. Well... It's a... Um, what usually causes... What's, what's the initiator here? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, the most common uh, is gastric distension. Okay, so your stomach stretching. Yeah. So what, after a meal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, carbonated water. Yeah. And eating too fast. Right. So all those things are sort of related. So they all result in gastric distension. Maybe. Oh, the carbonated water, I'm not sure about whether it's just the bubbles, the CO2, which I'll get to, well, I'll say now, for some reason CO2 building up in your blood will stop hiccups. So that must have an effect on the on this control centre to dampen the response out. Interesting. But, but if you... Is that why people hold their breath? Yeah, possibly, uh-huh. but we'll get to that. Okay, so, so you're saying that too much food, eating too quickly, carbonated water irritates your gut lining? And I get it with chilli as well. So would you say it's an irritation of the gut lining? We don't know, I don't think we know the actual receptor type, but we know the location of the receptors. The location of the receptors is distal esophagus, stomach, and the abdominal side of the diaphragm. Okay, so does that mean when I get reflux and I get hiccups, it's not what's happening at the stomach, it's happening at the distal uh, distal esophagus. So acid going up, irritating that. So you're saying Mm. the sensory nerves at the esophagus and the stomach and the diaphragm itself... They're the receptors. All right, and they're getting irritated by something. something yeah. And it could be a wide range of things. You've just listed a couple, but it could they're be... They're the most common. Stuff. In the clinical literature, they're the most common things that bring on hiccups, at least for adults. All right. Okay. So are you happy with the receptors, where they're located? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we take the information from the receptors via nerve to the control center. The three, the three nerves that will do this, phrenic nerve. Yep, so I got that one right too. Or you said phrenic for motor. Is uh, that not right? 
we'll get to that. Uh, vagus nerve. Yep. Also sensory. Yep. And some sympathetics, specifically T6 to T12. Okay. So three three nerves can carry information. vagus, phrenic. So then we go to the con- control center. Control center is in the brain. Brain. Is that a question to me? Or? No, no, I'm telling you. Brainstem. Okay. Medulla. Yeah. Reticular formation. Uh, the phrenic nuclei. Yeah. And the hypothalamus. So all play a role in making sense of this stimulus. So pretty much the entire length of the brainstem. Sure. Because reticular formation goes so pretty much the whole. It's a, it's a, yeah, that's right. It's whole length. It's a huge amount. There's going to be but, multiple but nuclei. But it's distinct to breathe in. So okay. if you have problems with this control center, you may induce uh, hiccup in. Yeah. But you won't have problems with breathing. Oh, okay. So it's a separate center. Mm. So it's not like your apneic center. Oh, not that I'm aware. Or of. your pneumotaxic center, or whatever it may be. It's actually like a hiccup center. Yeah. Which has kind of got multiple parts to it, but that's the, huh. that's the best. It's not hugely well understood, but that's through by you, uh, mostly me, <laughs> but through electrophysiology studies and probably a lot of animal work. Yeah, this is the best understanding. Now, oh, right. animal work, so they get so animals cat, can hiccup. Cats, ra- rabbits, they hiccup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, really? All, all you've got goats? Do they hiccup? All mammals do it. So you've seen your goats hiccup? Uh, I haven't. I haven't paid attention. Okay. Uh, I think it's more when they're infants. Which I'll get to when we talk about the theory. Right, okay, right. now we go motor nerve. So the motor nerve is the output going to the effector. Okay. Okay, and this is going to so be... So wait, so I'm so sorry. So once it got to the brain stem, what was it telling? It said there's an irritation. There's and something. You need to do something. Yes. So what's its decision? It's going to send a signal out. To the, to the muscles that we just spoke about. To... Diaphragm, its? external intercostals, vocal cords. Okay. All right, I've got questions, but I'll let you finish. Mm. So now the motor amp- motor output of this reflex is to then go phrenic nerve to the diaphragm, okay, vagus nerve to the glottis and the esophagus, yeah, and somatic nerve. I'm not going to mention it, but external intercostals, probably scalenes. All right, so you did mention it. So, <laughs> so you're saying the afferents being sensory is phrenic vagus and sympathetics and sympathetics, and the efferents are phrenic vagus and somatics. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well so, done. and they're going, <laughs> condescending, it's going to the diaphragm. That's, that's it. One, that's and one. And external intercostals. Yeah. But the vagus is also going to go to the vocal cords, recurrent oh. laryngeal, to close it off. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But also to go to the esophagus to turn off peristalsis yeah. and relax the lower esophageal sphincter. Oh, okay. So we're getting somewhere here. We're getting something here. Okay, so, so, so diaphragm's contracting. External intercostals contracting. Lungs are being pulled open. Air wants to rush in. Vagus tells the glottis to close. So this, so what happens to the pressure then in your thoracic cavity? Negative. Or it's negative. Yep. It's a negative. So things want to rush in. You're correct. All right. But so what's the go? Well, so why is the esophagus? What's going on? Let me get to. I'll just f- finish off some chronic causes of hiccups based on this reflex, and then I'll go to the theories. All right. All right. Okay. So. Uh, basically, the most common causes of hiccups acutely that just last for five minutes is one of those things, gastric distension, yeah. carbonated water, eating too fast, chilly. All right. But now you go to chronic causes. So basically, all you need to think about is uh, a structural, infectious or inflammatory basis that yeah. impacts that reflex. Okay. okay? So any so, aspect of it. Yeah, so it could be the nerve. 
not Correct. just the receptor. So a common central cause of hiccups chronically, it, well, sorry, a common cause of chronic hiccups that acts at the central control center Brainstem. is an infarct. Excuse me? <laughs> a lateral medullary infarct, which they call a Wallenberg syndrome. Oh. Which is so st- uh, intractable hiccups. Uh, bl- uh, so, so yeah, basically, a stroke, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a stroke in the brainstem. Yep. In a specific location, lateral medulla. Wow, and at least intractable hiccups. Yep. Another one so is... It? So there's people out there that have hiccups that just won't go away. Well, I'm not sure how it's treated and whether it can be um, rectified, but yeah, that's then causing a longer than five minutes into Ooh. the 48 hours and onwards. Wow, okay. And any other medullary compression. So this could be aneurysms, uh, certain inflammatory things within the brainstem can also cause hiccups chronically. Oh, wow, okay. Then we go to the, the, the two common nerves in the reflex. So this is vagal or phrenic irritation. So anything that can cause irritation to those two nerves can cause chronic hiccups. And, and this that could be afferent or efferent, I assume. Yeah, and this is where you can get uh, goiter, Okay. Laryngitis. Okay. Okay. Because of you get the compressing yeah. into the vagus or the phrenic in the neck, which can then cause the the reflex to be kind of hyperreactive. I get it now. Mm. You're well making done. the links. So any kind of irritation of the branches of those two nerves can cause long term hiccups. So any kind of gas, commonly it's gastroesophageal, so yeah. gastritis, reflux. Uh, Possibly ulcers. That'd be the main ones, I'd yeah. assume. Uh, and then you can get post-operative ah. um, hiccups. So this has um, been intubated. Yeah. And you've got a lot of irritation tubium. in your throat, which ah. can then irritate those nerves, which can cause hiccups. And then any kind of head and neck irritation compression. Wow. Interestingly, um, myocardial... Myocardi- uh, my- Yours or mine? <laughs> my- myocardial infarction yep. or pericarditis can also cause hiccups because the heart is partly innervated by the phrenic sensory. So the oh. the um, pericardium, the fibrous pericardium is phrenic innervated. In- in- okay, you got your words today. <laughs> so I'm pericarditis, it's okay. Pericarditis, inflammation, sending afferents, causing hiccups. Yeah. Because the crossover's up centrally. Yeah. Some, just some medications that can bring it on, dextromethasone. Steroids. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it plays around with certain uh, electrolytes or whether it has some kind of um, compression. How does that even come into play? I don't Just know. Just because of strange signals throughout the nerves? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, benzos, opioids, and some anti-Parkinsonial medications. Again, why? Just because of neurotransmitter? Yeah, yeah. and interestingly, I think uh, GABA... GABA. Yo, GABA, GABA. GABA medication can be used to get rid of the hiccups chronically. So okay. GABA pentin. Because it slows things down. And also, uh, no, sorry, I retract that. Um, dopamine. So um, Agonists or antagonists? Oh, the look, I always get oh, this mixed up. You shouldn't have brought um, it up. Um, Maxilon can okay. be used for it. But that's metroclopramide. That's Maxilon? Yes. Yeah, that can be used for hiccups. And I think that's a dopamine effect in the control center. Yeah. Mm. All right. So neurotransmitter issues. So I think, yeah, dopamine medication can be used and then obviously anti-Parkinsonian medications, which are dopamine-based, right? Correct. Go the opposite way. Yeah. That's why one would bring it on and the other ones go the opposite way. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Why we hiccup? Here are some theories. All right. Okay. Hit me. Theory one. Yes. Uh, to build up respiratory muscles in utero. Okay. So you're not breathing when you're a baby. You get your oxygen through the placental blood supply mm-hmm. from mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those lungs just are what deflated and filled with fluid. Yeah. So the di- so you need to practice using the diaphragm for when you get out of there. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I can get that theory. And mothers do experience this. They say they feel hiccups from their baby. Yeah, my wife experienced them and she's like, oh, baby T or baby Ilya has been hiccuping. Okay. Uh, it's also been shown on ultrasound as well. Ah. Now, the, one of the, the main arguments against it is that it's a very rapid muscular response. Yeah. Which would then probably build up more fast tissue muscle. Yeah. Whereas... Our respiratory muscles are pretty slow. Type two versus type one. So it doesn't really make a great deal of sense to. Yeah, but it could. It may not be a muscular thing. It may be a nervous thing. Okay. You're practicing the nervous innovation. That's important when it comes to muscular recruitment. Okay. We'll keep, so there you go. We'll so keep tell. The we'll we'll go, keep the theory. They can go bugger themselves if that's. <laughs> all right. All okay. Right. I like that one though. That's a good. I think that's a good theory. Theory two. Yeah. Um, it's a evolutionary remnant. So going back to our times. Well, our ancestors in the water. Um, when we started to uh, transition out of the water into the, onto land, yeah, um, some which is only like five, six generations back for you. For me, yeah, that's right. Uh, we had transitional uh, organs like uh, lungs as well as gills. So, like lungfish, both or, lung- oh, or salamander, both lungs and gills. And so, the, the thought of the hiccup, yeah, is whilst they're in water only, they want to bring water across the gills. But stop it going into the lungs. So oh, they, so they, suck it, they suck it in and then stop. Suck it in, stop. Well, I like that one too. Suck it in, stop. Okay, I like that one but too. But then when they go on land, they can then use their lungs and stuff, stuff, okay. stuff oh. the gills. Yeah. Okay, I like that one as well. Okay, this is my favorite. Oh. Number three. Yeah. A burping reflex. All right, you're going to have to explain this. Okay, I don't get so it. basically... Well, so this has to do with the relaxing of the esophagus. Yeah. All right, go, go, go. So basically the thought is hiccups is just to get excessive air out of the stomach. All right, okay. can I try and work this in my head and see if I get it right? Okay. So you said that when the when everything's contracting and the, and the lungs get pulled open, the volume gets larger, but the pressure goes down and it's a negative pressure in the lungs. And we know that pressures go from high to low, so the air wants to rush in, but the glottis closes. So there's a negative pressure in the lungs. Now, well, the, Not only in the lungs, in the whole thoracic cavity. In the whole thoracic cavity. Mm. So does that try and pull yeah, it wants to, contents um, from the abdomen up? It wants to pull it from somewhere. Yeah. So your options are bring air in, you can't. Yeah. Um, bring blood in, yeah. probably not going to work. Or bring something from the gastrointestinal tract. And so the stomach then becomes... Increased in pressure because it's trying to equalize fr- from the abdomen to the thoracic relative cavity. Relative to that, yeah. Relative to. And so there's sort of like a compressive force in a way through the pressures and whatever gas is in the stomach will move through up, up through the relaxed esophagus. Is that correct? Well, the relaxed sphincter into the non-contractile esophagus. And then the gas will just float up and... Yes, Correct. Now, Ooh, I like all three of here's these. My, here's my arguments. Okay. okay, for each. No, for the third. Okay, this is one of my favorite. Four or against? Four. Okay. Firstly, yes. Hiccups are most frequent in infants. Yeah. Okay. So it's most common in infants. Pretty much all mammals 
It's all in mammals. Yeah. Not in any other pre-mammal vertebrate. So it tells you that something has come on in the mammal in the mammal days. Drinking milk. Okay, good. Slurping. So gulping. When, when you when as an infant when you're drinking milk like oh, that. Okay. Whether it's at the breast or the bottle. Yep. Um, they're not very good at coordinating breathing whilst drinking. No, so I've seen my got a three-month-old. So they can just suck in air and milk all together, which is going down the esophagus into the stomach, and the stomach is becoming distended, distended. irritating, right. causing a, a hiccup reflex, which then causes them to burp. Correct. And the the advantage of that it would be um, you're getting rid of space in for the stomach milk. for more milk. Oh, you've each you're good at you this. like it. You're good at this because each example you gave, I believed it. Okay. So the first one I thought was great. First one with about practicing the the using the diaphragm and stuff. Second one was great about the lungs and the gills at the same time. And the third one you've convinced me that it's to get rid of gas from the gut. And then like probably uh, I can't remember the number, but at least half an hour of waking day of yeah. an infant is hiccuping. Yeah, Ilya, which is my three-month-old, burps, uh, hiccups, well, burps and hiccups yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the time. All right, so that's good. That's like, good. Like the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. very good. All, all right, right, now so we're up to pop no, quiz. Really quickly, treatments. All right. So basically, oh, I'm, yeah, people I'm not going to go through heaps of them, but really all you got to think about is if you can somehow – Play around with that reflex, you'll probably get rid of acute hiccups. Okay, so what so does that mean? So if you can somehow, as I said with carbon dioxide, if you can build up carbon, ox- carbon dioxide a little bit, it could get rid of the hiccup. So yep. holding breaths is good. But any kind of thing that would uh, have a, a stimulus effect on either the vagus nerve. Oh, so when I did the Valsalva maneuver, yeah, vagus. The, that's stimulating the vagus and that's suppressing it. Yep. Great, I got that right. So anything that will act on the hiccup reflex, being the phrenic or the vagus, particularly yeah. the, the vagus uh, afferents, will probably help. So um, Valsalva, breath holding, breathing into paper bag. These are just suggested in the literature. I'm not saying go home and do this. Yeah, This is just what I've found in the literature that helps. Other things that can play with the vagus nerve is playing, a, play, playing around where the vagus nerve also innovate. So this is nose, ear, throat. So you could be drinking cold drinks, yeah. pulling out your tongue, right. um, pressure on the carotid. I probably wouldn't recommend that because you could throw a, clot, throw a clot out. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I don't know how this works, uh, pressing on the eyeballs. Really? Where's uh, the vagus yeah, associated I, there? I don't know. I don't, oh. know. Um, don't do that one. External auditory canals. So... Don't put Q-tips yeah. in the ears. Sipping vinegar. I've nothing, heard that works. Nothing, sm- nothing Swallowing sugar. Box. Swallowing sugar. Yep. yep it's yep. also Vegas. Um, stimulated in the uvula. And you, uvula? Yeah. That's pretty much the majority. But I'm going to give you a couple of crazy ones. Yeah, okay. Sticking your head into a bucket of ice. That's Diver's diving reflex. reflex. That's Vegas. That can be used apparently successfully for um, supi- supra ventricular tachycardia to bring the speed down by activating the vagus nerve. Gotcha. That can also help. And apparently quite successful is rectal massage. Right. So finger in the rectum. Yes. Circular motions, Michael. Circular. Clockwise or (laughs) anti-clockwise? Not sure. But there's a doctor doctor that did this and he found as uh, he he had a patient who had it for some time, and he 
had read that this can be used in place of the diving reflex because it's the same kind of mechanism. Yeah. So and I would so rather just put my head in so some he ice water. <laughs> <laughs> so he put his glove on, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and he, in his notes, he said, yeah. he, as he started to do circular motions of the rectum, yes, yes, he yes. noticed the hiccup frequency started dropping, dropping, right. dropping, disappeared, and then went away and the patient was later discharged um, from the hospital. The patient thank him. Bought um, him a drink, <laughs> <laughs> and he. So uh, same, really time, same time next week. <laughs> I should really have his name, but he got a Ig Nobel Prize from it. Ig Nobel, yeah. So not a Nobel, but but still for, still good for a, a silly yet insightful discovery. Yeah. Uh, but later on, when he got interviewed, I think by Science or Nature or something, something yeah. like that, he said later on he found that probably just as useful because it. Creates a lot of stimulus. I'm sure um, for sympathetics and parasympathetics. Yeah. Okay, which then probably goes to the control center, bombards, turns off the hiccups. Yeah. But he also found uh, probably just as useful is uh, sex with an orgasm. So that's right. probably preferable. Which could imagine. potentially be the same thing for some individuals. Okay. Right? So there we have. I it. think a lot of people would prefer the sex with the orgasm. Uh, than having to see their doctor and don a elbow length glove and uh, <laughs> do the old All right. swirl. So that's it. That's teacher lesson. Okay. But I'll have to finish off with pop, pop quiz. Pop, pop, pop quiz. Pop pop wants a treat. Pop pop gets a treat. The mere fact that you can't pop up tells me you're not ready. <laughs> let's uh, okay. Let's question go. Question one: Which nerve? This is MCQ. Which nerve isn't part of the reflex? A. Yep. Vagus. B. Phrenic. C. Pudendal. Pudendal. Good. Um, I was going to make the sound, but I, I won't. Uh, I'll do it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, what is thank you. one of the most proven treatments for hiccups? Uh, finger up the butt. Okay. Um, medical term? Um, uh, the swirl and whirl, they call <laughs> it. Okay, great. Rectal stimulation. Yep. And then finally, what is the medical term or... Latin term. Oh, oh, uh, sing alert. Gullet. 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 Sing gullet. Sing gullet. I couldn't even pronounce it. I don't expect you to get the answer. That was good. I liked hiccups. There we have it. That's hiccups. I hope you enjoyed. If you've got hiccups, probably just go with a foul salver. Don't go all the way. And <laughs> well, what does that mean? Anyway, no recommendations here. <laughs> yeah. This is a podcast for fun and entertainment purposes only. If you have hiccups and you want to get rid of them, please go see your medical healthcare professional. I'm Dr. Mike Todorovic. I'm joined by Dr. Matt Barton. And this is Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's Medical Minutes. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.